0: This is The Believer's Response with Althea Nbamidele. Welcome to our podcast, where we inspire fellow believers to live an empowered life and to walk the Christian walk victoriously. Let's chat. We just want to say hello. We want to say hi. We want to ask you how you're doing to our listeners and we want to welcome you back to the believers response podcast
1: you're welcome back
0: <laughs> so we want to thank you for listening to all of our episodes we want to thank you for consistently was not say constantly but consistently with a listener mm. sharing liking we want to thank everybody that has subscribed thank you for listening on all of the platforms that you listen to us on and thank you for just participating thank you for even sharing what you've been blessed with thank you for sharing the podcast with your friends family be a blessing continue to share continue continue to like continue to spread the word right don't be a blessing hoarder Mm, mm, mm. (laughs) so we're going to start today's episode off with Our what's been blessing you segment and we always encourage you to think about what's blessing you at the same time as we're speaking and we're um, sharing our blessings everybody has something that is significantly happening in their life even if you may feel like okay there's nothing going on if you take a moment to think you'll realize there is something significant that you can share something that's shareable so we want to share with you first before we get into our main topic as we do every episode what's been blessing us so my sister what's been blessing you what was blessing what well, a blessing to you, okay, sister. Do you like Jose, sister? okay i think <laughs> we're trying to rub off on each other um which is so cool about our friendship because i i guess i'm the american and <laughs> and she's the Nigerian. So we do have this, this um, complimentary as well as contrasting. Most time complimentary, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yes, yeah, so sometimes this accent comes out of nowhere. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so my sister, <laughs> share with you over the past week. Ah, it's this
1: song. It just sounded like I just listened to it over again. Mm-hmm. It's on Yahweh. You are Yahweh. You are Yahweh. You are Yahweh. So you are, you are Yahweh Alpha and Omega. You are Yahweh Alpha and Omega. I don't even know who sang the song, but it's been blessing me to the point that. I was able to add new slash stanzas.
0: All <laughs> oh, verses. Oh, yeah. That was awesome. I, I saw you singing that today on the, the live feed. Yeah. I was really, I was like, where did all these extra ones come from? <laughs> you, when, you said, <laughs> when you said, you said you are gyre. I was like, what? Go ahead. <laughs> and I almost thought to myself, was this actually the rest of the song that <laughs> we've only just been singing? <laughs> Maybe there
1: was, but I never heard it It just came to me, I was like, I'm, I'm
0: feeling this, car. Let's do this, why
1: not <laughs> Wow, okay Yeah, I was really blessed by it this week And even Heavenly Joy got on the wagon with me <laughs> 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 We recorded the car And, you know, we just, we just sing songs And as it was coming, I was just recording it Like, okay, this, why not So. Wow,
0: that's be nice I liked it, I mean, from what I heard yeah. And it kind of really got to the to the heart of um who the the, the other the other names of, of Jesus are Jesus, Savior yes. Is. Yes, so mm-hmm. yes. I appreciate it.
1: Yeah, so we bless God for that.
0: Oh yeah, and singing it too I'm not even gonna say it well, I know you always tell me stuff like get out of my head or get out of here, sis <laughs> but I was singing that song. I think it was yesterday. Just belting it out of nowhere. Mm. I was leave, walking around the house and I was singing that song. And then I said to myself, "Is this song like? Do we sing it too much? Is it wow. the same realized, song?" Like, nah. Yes, girl. Oh my god, what's up with us? <laughs> That's what I started to say. But you know, I don't like. I don't want to interrupt you and be like, "Oh, we're twinning again." Wow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I just we're on the same wavelength legit that was the song i was walking around and i was singing was yesterday all the days seem run together to me now for some crazy reason <laughs> but it was what either yesterday or day before and i was belting no, it was yesterday belting that song going around and harmonizing like doing the vibrato in my voice too like oh, la, 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 la. yeah you know how you <laughs> how you you singers too and it was it was so harmonious it's like singing praises to god really enhances you know what you already have there if it's for god mm. oh my gosh mm. you sound like sound like 10 times <laughs> i mean you always sound awesome i'm talking about myself if it's for god <laughs> and i'm singing <laughs> i sound like a professional <laughs> i'm like where did this voice come from don't stop keep singing yeah yeah I so i just it, encourage please. myself <laughs> yes i'll just encourage myself keep singing it because it's for god so
1: seriously like i don't know where the song came from recently i'm like did i just listen i know this is not the first time i'm singing this song but just like you know how you studied the word and you're like i know i have read this verse before but i'm seeing something new right now
0: mm. it was just mm-hmm. the
1: same thing with this song
0: wow that's amazing because yeah. like i said it's, it's a song that's just kind of like um we've sang this many times like there's Mm -hmm. people that will go up to pray because we're you know we're in the same fellowship groups Mm -hmm. plural and they'll start singing this song and it's just kind of like okay well we've sang this already so okay you are yahweh and then we sing (laughs) but there's something about that song that connected oh yeah girl because i remember now the first time i really sang that song with tears in my eyes Mm. i was sitting to the top of my lungs like just in surrender to god like you are yahweh you yes. are the alpha the omega
1: and imagine alpha is beginning mm-hmm. omega is the end like what else mm-hmm. needs to be in between he's it he fills the whole place because it's alpha and omega yes he feels everything if he's yeah, alpha man. and omega so totally all over all over the place inside of it all wow.
0: Cool beans. I, really? I'm glad you reconnected with that song. That was an awesome share. I know. So, <laughs> And it, it really, it relates to the topic that we're going to get into later. I, I know. And I
1: wasn't said. even planning it. Because you know how the
0: struggle is with, okay, what do I say about what's been blessed? me? Because it's so, I know, it's, it's so many things. We have so to struggle things. every time, guys <laughs> and, and and ladies. Every time. What's been blessed? Oh, we don't know. But... <laughs> You know, there's, there's just because there's so many things yes. that you think about is a lot. So I'm glad that you were able to to come up with that. And we're going to correlate it later to our topic about music they in a little do. bit. <laughs> <laughs> so blessings for me. What's been blessing me? So you know how we're, like I said, we're a part of the same fellowships. Mm-hmm. So in one of the fellowships that we're in, um, they we were in discussion and talking about You know, just um, being renewed Mm. as a believer. Mm. And one of the topics or concepts that came up was um, our spiritual father, was from him. And Mm -hmm. he said that there's a law of spiritual decline. I think he just, I think that was the Holy Spirit just talking to him in that moment. Mm. And I won't get into it too much because, you know, maybe he might do a sermon on it (laughs) sometime. No, please give us our own sermon here, sis. Girl. Let it okay. out. So, you know, he he listens to the podcast. So I'm sorry for stepping on your toes, Daddy. So <laughs> listen, he is happy. Pastor Daddy, girl.
1: So he is happy that his children are doing great. So amen. I'm sure
0: he wouldn't mind you saying this.
1: Let it out. Okay.
0: So and I, I have I have notes too. Be proud of me.
1: Great. Daddy.
0: So <laughs> The law of spiritual decline so one of the things that i got from that was in the title itself it's a law that means it's something that you know it will stand if something is i oh, sorry, was like a second it follows an if then principle if something happens then this will happen as a result mm-hmm. that's why it's a law and um the spiritual decline aspect of it is obviously spirit your connection with god the father connection to the holy spirit and then decline decline is not a drop decline is a slow process of descent so a few of the things um that i wrote down about the law of spiritual decline as far as it resonated with me was that it doesn't just happen it's a process Mm. when your life is out of balance you can tend to be in a spiritual decline you don't even know that it's happening to you Mm. you just make one decision after the next i know one thing i think about when um I'm thinking about good choices versus bad choices Mm. this is how I kind of explain it to students as well every choice you make is either towards success or towards failure Mm. so if you're in a spiritual decline it's not one thing that's making you go down into the depths of despair or becoming lost or becoming um you know destitute Mm. or destruction it's one choice one and just imagine yourself on a continuum. Are you making it towards success or towards failure? And then I was seeing here that the consequence is that you become someone that's easily manipulated. Who wants to be manipulated? People are going to tell you, okay, tomorrow. I remember when I was a kid. This they had this thing called Y2K, and that was when <laughs> I <laughs> do, remember that do you remember Y2K. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, everybody was just.
1: The 2000 years
0: yes so there was all of this doctrine i'm saying in quotation marks about what was going to happen at the end of the world even though god said no man knows the time or the hour Mm. but these ones were saying okay we know the end of the world is coming at um the year 2000 and i remember going to bed that night just being afraid like oh my goodness am i even going to wake up tomorrow what is the world going to be like and when we woke up and everything was running as normal We were just kind of like, oh, and then people were explaining it that same way that, you know, God didn't, he didn't say that he was going to be telling people when the world was going to end. So that's just my example of being swept away with different doctrines, being easily manipulated based on other people's interpretation of the word, instead of knowing what God is telling you for yourself. So being in a spiritual decline leaves you as a prey. You're going to become a victim. And the last point I wrote was to combat that, you have to be um, intentional and employ self inventory. Check yourself, ask yourself, what's happening? Monitor yourself, okay? I didn't pray yesterday, I didn't pray today at all. I haven't fasted for however long. What's happening to me? What I know I could, I used to in the past be able to do this. Now I can't even do that. So you have to kind of put the magnifying glass up to yourself people always want to put it up to other people but put it up to yourself you know so that was a blessing to me because i like actions and it helped me to kind of refocus myself and shift into a a mode of okay what can i do or how can i maintain and that was a blessing to me so i hope Uh that that was a blessing to the listeners as well. Yes. And I hope I didn't t- <laughs> I didn't take away too much of um the upcoming sermon. But you know it's all why the spirit do you of God, you so. say that? Like <laughs> why are <do> you <laughs> saying that? <laughs> well I'm partially joking. Okay. But you know, partially I said. But you know it's it's always kind of like okay, I, I don't have a fully developed thought and then somebody else develops that thought and it's like okay, wait. But I know I you're absolutely right about what you said. Be proud of me daddy Come on
1: (laughs) It's not There's no monopoly In the word of God By the time he talks about it It's going to be From a whole different angle And that's the beauty of it So
0: And I didn't even say That much about it But it was just really powerful When it hit me I'm like I know what's blessing me
1: Exactly Just
0: being able to understand That Mm. this thing exists Yep Right And when you know better You Do better <laughs> do better <laughs> so yes that's what's been blessing us now when you comment do you want to share
1: reference in the bible just for people to know ephesians 4
0: yeah go ahead no go ahead
1: i mean i'm not sure if you have all the references
0: oh, okay yeah no it's in ephesians 4 okay and the whole section two kind of kind of goes into the whole chapter goes into all right. you know what you're what to look out for what not to be what to be so you read the chapter and you get a full kind of picture of you know um of what to use as that magnifying scope to look at yourself All right. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. awesome sauce so <laughs> like we're moving on All right, so let's get into it. The topic that we're treating today is about music, like I said before. And it's an interesting topic because music is everywhere. They use music for everything. Most promotional, even the background of our um, podcast is intentional music. And it's actually very relaxing, right, Sims? (laughs) It is. Yeah, so we're talking about today how does music influence you? So the topic question is asking, how does music influence you? So start thinking about it. As we go through our different um, points, talking points and our different anecdotes and things, by the end of it, you should kind of have an understanding of the way you interact with music because it's really important or else we wouldn't even be treating this topic. Right, sis? Yep. So um i want you to start us off with um your response to the question of how does music influence you all
1: right so um typically or should i say naturally i'm not a typical music person uh when it comes to music generally like i'm not like oh who listens to music every time no i'm not that and i don't even sing sing like that every time I don't think I'm that kind of a person, but but I love to worship. So in that sense, I'm not really like as drawn to music like other people say like, oh, oh that music, I love it. Or the sound, not too like driven by the sound. But you know, naturally as well, when you hear like a upbeat sound, there's a response within you that, oh, you want to, you know, move your head or... <laughs> do something react to the music that's natural. yes yeah but generally i'm not the type that is really like crazy about music like that in fact I, I i intentionally try to get myself into it so that i can be better in my craft as a music minister but naturally i'm not drawn to it so having said that i the way i see it i am influenced definitely because of my nature i'm influenced by slow songs so songs that that tell a story Mm. songs that yeah i'm really drawn to a song that tells a story a song that has you know like a hook in the sense of hook not in the sense of how it sounds for me hook in the sense that so what are you driving at at the end of this song <laughs> like okay where okay. are we going uh-huh like okay so where are we going with this song and it affects me a lot as a uh, coming down to the church setting now because I'm sometimes to tell the truth I'm caught between because me I just want to worship God but then you have to you know carry your people along because it's not just about you
0: mm-hmm.
1: so so for me I'm caught in between let's just give God what he deserves and still carrying the people along so that they can dance and somehow connect with god yes <laughs> mm-hmm. you know and you hear people saying give us dancing song <laughs> <In German. laughs> right that's a mood for <laughs> oh my god that just takes me somewhere like so why what are we doing this for is it for you or for god good question Mm -hmm. so but you know we all get into this everybody switches on we all get into this argument of yes it's for god but then you know if you're if you're if you're leading people you know you still have to you know carry them along which is understandable definitely understandable but we just have to search everyone has to search their own heart like as i'm dancing right now who am i dancing to
0: yes very good question
1: yes even for the leader like even though you're saying oh you want yeah we um that for god at the end of the day you have to search yourself is this just because slow songs make me feel good or it's just my 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 forte it's just my comfort place you understand Mm -hmm. so we all have to search our heart and know who the song is for Mm -hmm. and Uh, the way it influences me is it draws me for me because really I don't really listen to secular songs and even when I listen to Christian songs I need to know where that person is coming from to the Mm. glory of God I've gone myself to be sensitive enough to know this person is just singing for their pocket (laughs) right (laughs) and um, the person who really received the song from the throne of grace to a large extent i believe i i know i know and the same in fact there is this particular um, gospel artist that his song is so popular there's one song i don't want to mention the song it's so popular and we are all blessed as we worship with the song and he sang another song that i'm like this is my exercise song i don't see how this is connecting me with god <laughs> like oh, this yeah. song is so upbeat i will use it for exercise
0: <laughs> and it's a mm-hmm.
1: christian song in chords. It's supposedly yeah. a good song that people dance to in church. But the beat of the song is totally a well known beat that the that the secular people use out there. Really? I'm telling you, like, like is,
0: it, even the is dance, it like a hip hop beat or
1: no, it's, not. Kind of a... it's a nigerian sound i think okay so like
0: afro you can yeah, tell me that...
1: i don't know you have to look really really think about the lyrics for it to fit in and you can tell me that's for god i'm sure there's somebody shaking your head like how do you know it's not from god well i didn't say it's not from god <laughs> but mm, listen you know when you know you know mm-hmm yeah and the dance steps in fact the dance Mm -hmm. steps it was like it was directly imported from outside into the church ah girl i I know what song you're talking about like in fact that there's this idea that's been coming to me i don't know how that will happen but like i really want to
0: ask people who sing like where did you get that song from like
1: tell me how it came about
0: Hmm. I think you can find that out Because a lot of the artists They do some kind of like um, like When they have promotional interviews They mm-hmm. talk about the inspiration mm. The inspiration of their music And hopefully Them being Christian artists Would be honest about where the, the Inspiration is coming, coming from. from
1: I, I, I wrote on, on my notes Like the source Where is the source Where, where what, what is the source of that song is it from god or is it from me listening to this word listen and i feel like ah, i can translate this into something godly godly in quotes mm. you know yes and question. that is that is kind of natural to hear a beat, and you're like we can take this to church you know okay but what is it doing to people um i think it was pastor daddy that mentioned this thing (laughs) about when i am listening to a song oh actually the the first person i heard it from is um, a man of god that i usually listen to and he said if you're singing a song and it reminds people of their old life
0: Hmm, tell it
1: then you are not directing them to god especially if it is being sang in a christian setting you get what i'm saying if the purpose is oh we are singing this in church to glorify god or this is a godly setting then if you're singing that song and it's taking them back to their old ways mm, i i nice. don't think that's being productive i don't think that's giving the results that we wanted to give and as i speak i speak to myself as well and that's why i am very very careful I'm very. Even though sometimes, to tell the truth, I think I get lost in it. Like, Shabi, you want to dance? We'll give you dancing song.
0: (laughs) 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 Shabi. Because Because naturally, I don't like it.
1: Like, why?
0: Who did we
1: come to church for? But then, give us dancing song. Give us dancing song. Okay, let's dance. (laughs) Because I know when I'm when I'm praising God, and I know this is for God, and I know when I want you to dance.
0: so they're rejoicing yeah but you know that's kind of like if you're feeling a different kind of a mood and you want to change it just based on your mood you're not really going by the atmosphere Mm -hmm. that's in presence right now you're just you're doing your own thing
1: exactly like so um we just need to be to be careful and i think uh, this is coming from the perspective of a uh, music minister in church so i think by the time you talk this you'll be able to come from another angle like uh, because for uh I, I i don't even want to talk much about secular music i want to i want us to for me i want to talk more about the songs that we sing in church that are born out of what we saw outside
0: Mm. So then the whole thing about um, Secular music having an Influence from the outside Mm. Is very potent Because there's artists That they go out and I know there's a gentleman um, That I watched His his interview Or his promotion for his song Mm. And it was very evident that He brought in A sound, a specific sound that Came out of the world And brought it into his music and and his re- his reasoning behind why he did that was to say that we have to tr- kind of trap. I think he even used the word trap.
1: Mm. We
0: have to kind of um, no, no, he didn't say trap. God forgive me. He said he was using it as bait. That's what he said. Okay, he said he was, okay. He was using it as bait yes. to pull people in. Mm. So then my question for you is this: Then okay, why 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 didn't he just pull that specific artist in himself? And then how do you feel about secular music? Um, musicians secular worship leaders then doing collaborations with <laughs> christian artists or christian artists seeking to do collaborations because there's another one that we know that said that one secular musician or secular artist that's really big worldwide that messaged her in instagram and then said okay i like what you're doing and she was tempted to kind of to do a collaboration and she did a collaboration with this artist so (sighs) what do you think about that
1: okay Uh, I was very careful here but I will say as I understand it it can be a two way thing but you're dealing with the world now so first of all you can say oh I could use this um, this um, this situation to draw many to Christ by joining these artists this secular artists to do a collaboration together that could be one um way of thinking but then like the bible says i'm not sure if this is very relatable but this is the way i understand it um not all i um don't let me quote the bible because i, I don't want to misquote but some things may look right or some things may look good but it may not be right for us just because of what we represent okay. so yeah so just because of what we represent and what what are the values of, of that person of that um, secular artist what is the purpose like you need to make that clear why are we doing this well, what's yeah. the end goal of this well, what is this going to bring to the fore what um, like who are we who, who who are the people that will be listening to this song? Mm-hmm. And then yeah, if you leave we... that artist to me, I feel like if I'm going to do that and the artist will go back to a regular theme, then what's the purpose of me joining you if if it, if you it wouldn't change anything about exactly. you?
0: Exactly, exactly. It's yeah, I think you're, what you're doing. You're trying to say is the ways that seem right to to man lead to destruction. <laughs> right uh I'm, I'm
1: not sure if i want to quote that as well so it won't seem like oh because she has joined that she's going to be destroyed you get people term things differently
0: That's spiritual decline but it's definitely one step in the direction of spiritual decline
1: yes because... yes because uh so the, my reason for saying that is I you you, you you the 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 purpose has to be clear. That's my that's actually my my take on it. The purpose has to be clear. If you're still going to be the same person, then you probably are going on the path of destruction. Then that is very clear. You get what I'm saying. But if you joining that person, because we have to be careful what we are joined to. Mm-hmm. I am very careful, like what i'm joined to who who people see me with because you are like um you know birds of the same uh, birds of the same feather they flock together
0: together. yeah Mm -hmm. so
1: people every somehow everything that person i don't want to say lady or man (laughs) everything everything that person represents somehow is rubbing off on you Mm -hmm. whether you Mm -hmm. want to claim it or not but i mean it is what it is the fact that you can even think it through to say okay let's do this and you got to the point of actually doing it you will be forever and ever as long as that song stands you will be seen together somewhat in the same light and we, we want to be very careful about that. And I, for some reason, that's this particular person we're talking about, I feel like ever since that thing, it's been somehow with the person's um, song ministry to me. Maybe it's just- To you.
0: Yeah. yeah. To some people, they're like, oh, well, this is a great collaboration. That was the reaction. This is a great collaboration. But you know, I know. But- You're seeing through spiritual eyes. That's yes. the difference. When you look at the world through spiritual eyes, things look different and everybody's just kind of looking like okay you're being a little bit too intense but no if you see the world the way it is which is as that it's spiritual we are just um, passing through as the song says we're mm. passing through so what embodies this body that we have is temporary this world is temporary and the everlasting is our spirit amen
1: oh I was if, going to go you there know, unless
0: yeah go ahead
1: sis yeah i was going to go into how it's still in line with the spiritual decline you were talking about how soulish everyone has become even christians soulish in the sense that we're just on the surface of we're just on emotions Everybody is basing everything on emotions emotions how does it make me feel what do i think it's all about my opinion we don't even check with the spirit of god you know everybody's just soulish, just on the level of it's all about how if if it makes me feel bad then it's not right
0: so what is it you're saying are you saying soulish like soulish of,
1: yeah like in the level of the soul where emotions um rain
0: okay i see i
1: see yeah yeah like all about how it makes me feel well what am i thinking about this like everybody's just opinion it's uh, in fact the 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 uh, Christendom right now is all about opinion. Most of the things we do is all about how w- what we think about it. Well, to me, you know, in fact, I think we've said it all here, like to me, or this is how I see it. But what is the Spirit of God saying?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: The Bible and tells the
0: word that.
1: us Yes, the Bible tells us that everyone that will worship God must worship Him in spirit and in truth. But we often forget, forget that part. That it should be in spirit and in truth. If there is no truth in it, we need to do away with it. If it's not in spirit, which calls for so much soul searching. In your soul searching, you have to consult with the spirit of God. So, in in you trying to see if 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 if, oh, is this is this good? Does this look good on my reputation? Because, like I said, some people do this thing for their pocket so if it's going to add more to my reputation in the world view then why not then people will jump on that like this guy uh, okay i'm not gonna mention the name um you sent me the video sis and i was listening to and it was like and he kept saying like he could tell like he was almost like going to bend the way he was saying like nah 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 i'm not gonna bend to that like i'm not gonna do that no like he knows a lot of people who do these things just for um, for numbers' sake, you know. As long as you be known, as long as you know people will like you. How about what God thinks? You know, all of us we want what uh, we want um, the the praise, you know, the praises of people. Nobody wants to be talked down on, but if you if everybody talks down on you and God is happy with you, I think that's the best place to be. <laughs> Yes, you may not feel Amen. good at that time because these are the people you can see. But if you if you if you truly have a relationship with God, then you know that you are in the best place. Amen. So what does yes, it matter? So, exactly. So we need to. So when we listen to songs, we need to check for the source. Where is this coming from? Where is this coming from? And um, I just want to say this: that as a child of God, if you're so into secular songs, especially the ones you know that are filled with curses. You don't want to curse, but you're listening to a song that curses. I don't see how you would not curse. You don't want to be... You don't want to be given to some things, but you're, 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 you're committing your ears to hearing those things somehow. Because these things, I wrote down on my note that these things, these songs influence our emotion. And then when they go beyond emotion it begins to influence your behavior oh yes and then Absolutely. from yeah from behavior it creates a culture and that's why you see maybe you've listened to a song just like the song we, we just gave an example of when we started the, 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 the podcast this episode of this same song it creates see when a group of people listen to a particular song something i've seen is there's there's some some type of synchronization that goes on oh yeah
0: Mm-hmm. And that's what creates the culture. It's an accordance. You're making an accordance. Exactly. We're, we're singing in accordance. We're in accord, one accord.
1: Mm-hmm. So imagine listening to a song that does not glorify God in any way, that in fact does not help your spirit. There is no, and then you're, you're listening to it with a, like, with, with I won't say like minded, but you become like minded with them when you begin to, when you all, listen to the same kind of song and then there is some type of synchronization that you see yourself doing this like those people the set of people that Mm -hmm. listen to the same kind of song and it creates Mm -hmm. some type of culture even though you're a christian you're wondering why am i acting like this you have joined yourself to something that you shouldn't have joined yourself to so sis i'm going to stop at that point and Mm -hmm. i could yeah
0: yeah that was i mean those are really good points that you brought up i mean and some of it has some overlap with what i'm gonna say too because we have to really really be vigilant as believers even you know seasoned or people who would say that they've been in the faith for a long time you Mm. have to still be vigilant because like you quoted the man of god that said that um You know, if it sounds something like where the people came from, you're not helping them. If Mm. the sound sounds like the old way, it's not helping. And thinking about how music influences me, it does. It influences me in a major way. Music is is a part of a lot of what I do. Even in teaching, we sing songs and we we teach children through songs. Mm. So... Teaching them and and having that melody that rhyme come together helps them to be able to gain or or to retain the information that you're trying to teach them. Even if I guess if it's something like like, for example, take the ABC song. That's a basic one, but da 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 mm-hmm. da, you know. And they learn the ABCs that way through music. So music influences me in a big way. I use it, I listen to it, and I have a strong connection to it throughout the years. I remember when I was in high school, I used to this was back when we used to burn CDs, right? So <laughs> you <would> get- <laughs> <I> remember that. <laughs> yeah. And you you know, you would listen to a song, you would hear something playing or you would even go online and um download that was when I got to college. That's when they started doing the download thing, when you would download from a site that you weren't supposed to. And you saved it, and you made CDs. But before that, I think I just used to use um, whatever was playing on a radio or cassettes. I think cassettes were ending at that time, and then I got into CDs. And that would just be me. I would be in the car. My dad would be driving us to school. Well, first he would take my mom to work, and then he would take us each to school to our respective schools and my headphone would be on the whole time and i would just be listening from song to song and guess what kind of songs i was listening to (laughs) what love songs of course (laughs) (laughs) it's so crazy when i think about it now i gotta stop saying crazy sorry Heavenly. um it's so interesting when i (laughs) Her daughter, my sister's daughter, she doesn't she doesn't like to hear the word crazy anymore. So I'm trying, I'm trying to change it. So <laughs> it's very interesting. I'll use interesting when I think back on it that I was so absorbed with these love songs. Mm. Just it would be like 10 or 12 tracks of just back to back love songs. And what I would be doing would be having the headsets on and it was just romantic music playing in my head all the time and I was just, you know, romance, romance, love, love. Oh, I had a season of my life like that as well. Just <laughs> <laughs> I think all teenage girls yeah. have to, you know, and you have your crush and then, you know, you listen to the music and you're like, oh my gosh, my crush. My that's music. our song. <laughs> exactly. And he don't even know who you are. Oh, God. That's, that's our song. So <laughs> if you're listening to the music and it's just pumping oh, you more, like, you know, emotions and stuff that a child, and I'm going to say a child because, you know, you're young then mm-hmm. doesn't even really know how to process fully. So... That kind of music really, you know, just got me going through every day. And then when my parents or family members were playing Christian music, that thing just got on my nerves. Are you so kidding so me? Yes. I was like, no, I'm being honest. I'm like, no, I don't want to hear this. And they're playing, you know, Ron Cannoli and you know Don Moen. All those old oldies and goodies, blessing and honor, glory oh, yeah. and power. Oh, uh, and that was the song like now I can listen to and I could sing the lyrics as I was like pretending not to listen back then but I could sing the lyrics now and it's and it blesses me so Mm. it it entered me you know at the time and it's just really interesting to see how I evolved from that you know playing those songs to now primarily Christian music Go ahead. But I say something? Yeah.
1: You know, back in Nigeria, when I was growing up as a child, the, the, even the secular songs, they made sense. Like, it was very rare for you to hear a song that an adult is listening to that a child could not listen to. Like, they made sense. They were songs that teaches you morals. You get what I'm saying? Like, songs that tell you, oh, little, a little girl grow up to be a good woman, grow up to be useful in life you know, or young man, work hard, things like that. But now wow. it's all nonsense. Like there were songs that you wouldn't mind as a Christian listening to. Oh, well, I'm, maybe I'm sure. Are these Yoruba songs? Even some English songs. Yes, there were Yoruba and there were some English songs in Nigeria then.
0: Okay. Yeah. Guys, well, I mean, we're <laughs> I know, now, this. now it's
1: a mess. Now it's a mess.
0: To me, I kind of felt like even then it was a mess, too, because some of the songs that you were listening that were playing on the radio and even some of the songs that because my sister, she used to work in a music store and she would get um, free CD samples. Mm. So we would get songs from like Babyface and, you know, other (laughs) artists at the time that were the love hits are Kelly, um, who was D'Angelo, all these great love hits artists, that were playing all these songs and stuff that kids shouldn't have been listening to because really, what is really shaping your mind through a D'Angelo song or a ba- even Babyface with himself. So that's why I was asking you if it was Yoruba songs, because over here there were songs that you, some kids can't shouldn't even listen to anyway. Okay. Like this have... song.
1: Oh, sorry. Sis. Um, no, go a, ahead. There's this song in Nigeria it's by I and mean, yeah it's, it's the guy i think still sings circular song i'm not going to sing this song but i'll say the words it says if you love me in pigeon it says if you love me you go wait for me what is that saying if you love me you won't force me into premarital sex see messages like that those were the things we grew up listening to
0: and Good they were you, not sis.
1: sung by a christian or like oh it wasn't sung in terms of being a gospel song
0: hmm that's good i mean i would i would have loved to have that that influence but you know in the songs i was listening to nobody was waiting (laughs) (laughs) i like that (laughs) they weren't they weren't waiting for anything it was just you know but it was really like as a as thinking back on it as a teenager essentially a child there was no there was no way that i processed that correctly (laughs) i did not process it the right way like in my mind it was like butterflies and (laughs) and flowers and first dates and the reality of what they were portraying in the music was too advanced for my mind to process correctly so that just brings me to what i was gonna say about you know the kind of music the music reflects a certain lifestyle so you have to decide what kind of lifestyle do you want to emulate like you were Mm. saying before what kind of lifestyle is it that you do you want to be in this fast lifestyle where you know everything is just you know either sex 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 or um going just looking for love in all the wrong places or you know there's other kind of music that was more hardcore like that glorified violence at that time too Mm. you know like they were getting on all these rappers like gangster rap was a was a bad thing back then too and you know Tupac and all these people I know the names I'll say the names that I know girl (laughs) so all these people (laughs) you know and Wu-Tang Clan you know that was big in my town when I was growing up so they were just seen as like I know you don't know sis but you know some of our listeners I know some some of our listeners do okay good good. so you but you get you get what i'm saying the lifestyle was glorified through the music and the music glorified the lifestyle like how they say you know art imitates life it was it was two ways art was imitating life and life was imitating art and it just perpetuated the same things over and over again so it brought me to thinking about you know why do we listen to music for various reasons obviously um, you know, you're in a mood, you want to get cheered up so you listen to the song, like how you said that people are like, play some dancing music so that we can dance. <laughs> they wanna feel happy, they want to feel cheered up, and then you could listen to music to remember, to have, you know, emotions. Mm. Like I was listening to in my little teenage brain. Listening <laughs> to music, making a life that wasn't really there, just imagining.
1: <laughs> God, what a waste yeah. of time that we have wasted. Oh
0: exactly. And then also you could, you know, unintentionally too, based on what's in, like how I learned the Ron Cannoli song.
1: I Mm -hmm, wasn't mm -hmm.
0: trying to listen to that music. So this is why another point too, that we need to be very vigilant of what is in our surroundings because you can be with um, certain people. That's why when we talked about godly fellowship in our previous podcast, you could be in a group of people that are listening to music that has very explicit lyrics. Mm. And then before long, you realize that, Oh, you're gyrating or something is shaking on you that you're not supposed to be. And especially if it's the kind of music that you had listened to in the past, it's not too far for you to just go back to being, okay, I can gyrate. You know, I kind of feel like maybe that's part of why we see some of these secular dance moves coming into the church. Mm. Because people aren't, you know, they're not too far from that. Mm. So, you know, and then, you know, we need to make our own dances too. How about that? Please. Instead of trying to repurpose what's in the world, because some of that stuff is not, even though it's not uh, erotic or explicit, the movements don't glorify God. They just point to you and how you're doing. Like, look at at my, my feet. I can move. Look at my hands. They're moving in step with my feet but it's more about you and not about you honoring god mm. you know like how david danced remember this you know the song we sing um I when you, you see me dance oh, okay oh wait i'm sorry i know the, i'm singing the wrong song girl oh, okay <laughs> i will dance What's the one? like david danced right yes that's why I, she's the worship leader but um yes that one i got the two songs mixed up but oh, okay You know yeah, the one so david danced when he danced he danced with abandon and total surrender to god it wasn't that he was hearing the music and thought that he was going to seduce some ladies Mm. that were watching on the side he was giving glory to god yes so we have to think about why we why we listen to the music and then how we use the music that we're listening Mm. because even talking about david well, one of his first responsibilities in King Saul's court was to be a soother mm, mm. because if you remember he was um King Saul was plagued by um
1: this evil spirit that um, made it yes. very crazy
0: <laughs> yes yeah, yeah tormented him yeah exactly I was say that he was him. you know yes That's under heavy pressure mm-hmm every night and then somebody suggested that david come and play some soothing music Mm -hmm. and that calmed him down so music does affect your mood so when you're singing as we're supposed to be singing the bible says in many places in psalms written a lot most of it by david to make a joyful noise unto the lord yes um let everything that had breath
1: praise praise the the Lord. lord
0: yeah so there's lots of that in the book of psalms And it's supposed to affect your mood, but it also can reflect whatever mood you're in. So you got to decide if I want to stay down and I want to stay depressed, I'm going to go listen to some, some sad, so slow love songs (laughs) and think, and, and just keep thinking and just be in my mind. Or you can listen to instrumentals. I think that's my new thing. One of my new things now being able to relax from like soothing soft instrumental music like flute or environmental sounds you know it's still music but it affects you in a different way
1: oh and um just on that note hymns help a lot oh my God, girl there's oh, something yeah. there's this thing that goes in my head and i call it oldie but goodie Hymns at the oldies but goodies oh my god Day. oh yeah so good yes so 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 good let's get into hymns again in fact one that we use in um in worship today was just a blessing it was just a blessing i can't even remember it now, right now but i was blessed by it i can't remember the line oh yeah look that one was um, yes i remember that look and live my brother live look to jesus christ and live it's, it's recorded in his word. Hallelujah.
0: Amen. You can only listen so differently, true.
1: something like that. So I mean words like that, if they just feel like reading the Bible. The lyrics are so powerful. And you can I don't think you can fail in wanting to be in the right headspace or in the right um, having the right emotions by worshiping with some type of hymn. So, mm-hmm. we have enough resources to keep ourselves in a good headspace. If you feel like you're down or you need some type of music to, to, um, you know, um, bring up your spirit, there are so... I would recommend... In fact, I'll mention his name. Anytime, any day, my brother, Pastor Nathaniel Bassi, anytime, any... songs, any... Wait, say that name again? Pastor... Nathaniel Bassi. I don't even let me call Pastor Nathaniel <laughs> Bassi. It's he, a blessing I saw. Sinachi's another one. Mm-hmm. You know, way. That maker. will make you feel. Yes. yes You want to feel mm. good? Listen to Way Make Miracle walk I Promise. I'm just somebody's like, yes. That will make me feel good.
0: You need to get the word in your mind. It should make you feel good. Oh yeah. <laughs> and the thing the good thing about the hymns is that they a lot of it is taken directly from scripture so yes and they'll you know, end their, lives and these people that wrote these hymns they they lived lives God bless you that a lot of them were you know less than perfect yes. less than ideal Based so on, it's yeah. not just old
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it was based on their encounters with God and situations around them so
0: oh yeah So I think that's a really good response because a lot of times life takes you in certain directions. Not a lot of times, all the time Mm. that are unexpected at some various points, points, plural of your life. And music can be instead of music being something that's taking you further away from God. It should be something that helps you draw close. And like my sis, I was. I consider myself to be one of the younger people that really likes hymns (laughs) and tries to learn them. Even the ones that may sound kind of, you know, really old English, but there's great wisdom in them.
1: Yes. And another
0: artist I can recommend is
1: Dunsin. It's spelled D-U-N-S-I-N. Oyekan. Oyekan is O-Y-E-K-A-N. Any of his songs. Any. Any. Oh yeah! Just go listen. You will be blessed. There's this recent one he sang. This is how I win, win, win. This is how I win. Smoke mm-hmm. of my worship released upon the earth. Don't
0: mm-hmm.
1: no, let me keep going.
0: Just hey, you, you will said, be lifted. This is hilarious. <laughs> this is hilarious because in the beginning you're like, oh, I don't really, I don't really listen to music. I don't. I, <laughs> no, you know, but like typically to you don't know. How no, seriously.
1: sis. Like my husband, have a list.
0: my husband has,
1: like, he is into music. Like even before, he loves music. You hmm. know, people who love, like, I'm not that music lover. No, nah, I'm not. You might is.
0: be further along than a lot of people.
1: Maybe, yeah. Well, maybe, maybe. But I'm not the type that goes all around singing. <laughs> I will. I think Sometimes you do. I have. She
0: is. <laughs> She is not telling the full picture. I'm about to say... Uh, you know what? Let me let me say it this way. She's underestimating the amount of... Or underestimating her musicality right now. I like that. Um, yeah, okay, because... Maybe I am.
1: But you know, there's some, some people are like music. Music, walking music.
0: Okay, audience, she's walking music too. So... <laughs> she is how many artists did you just name and then start singing the songs and there's no time I don't know that she's not on some kind of musical lilt you I'm know her serious. yes at the end of what she says even she speaks musically so I'm not oh, lying I <laughs> <That>. <laughs> she does when she's like hello hello oh. okay. musical alright I think. I said <laughs> Yeah, but Dunson is my guy, too. I second That's that. I mean, it shouldn't be a surprise that I like the ones she likes. But she introduced <laughs> me to him. And actually, my mom used to listen to him before. And I was hearing in the background of the house. And then finally, when I she listened, I into- came to your house and I heard it. And I was like, okay, wow, this is amazing. Yes. His song. you know. And then you sang that one at church that time. And I was like, hey, I know that song. And it, it resonated with me. So anyway we digress <laughs> <laughs> the last point that I, I, I want to make on the topic of music and I kind of feel like this might have to be a separate show because mm. um, it's very in depth and okay. it, it goes along with yes it goes along with the influence of music and when we mm. see secular music versus Christian music and there's um, a school of thought that I actually had to look up a little bit and I'm still researching it is mm. the the influence of the devil. Satan, our adversary mm. in, within the music industry, not just the music industry and, and the, the artists you were talking about earlier that I sent you the link made a reference to mm. um, the levels, the satanic levels and you know, Satan means adversary, right? Mm. So the levels that the adversary has inv- infiltrated the music industry, the secular music industry, which mm. is very obvious because when you see people like they don't care, they're coming on and they're saying songs and they're clearly high off of something mm. and they're doing rituals on stage, you know that that industry has been severely infiltrated. Mm. Yes. Yes. But then when you look at the Christian ind- the Christian Music industry, it's it's a little bit Harder to see, I think because The fact that um, a lot of it is Disguised, you know And yes. you don't really see The levels of Debauchery I like that word, debauchery <laughs> That exists in The secular world, like you're not gonna see People, you know, shaking And gyrating. you're not gonna see, I mean they shake and Gyrate, but you're not gonna but see But not them like, doing not, it.
1: not as obvious
0: not as obvious. You're not going to see somebody smoking a blunt on a a Christian music song as you can see a smoke-filled room in a secular music song. So even though these things, they seem to be different, the line is becoming blurred between the two of them. And it's obvious that there's some influence there that's taking away Christian artists. And a lot of Christian artists have come out um, and have said that, the industry is compromised mm. including the guy that you quoted earlier and mm. this is talking from like back in the 90s when i first heard about there possibly being a compromise talking mm. about being influenced by drugs talking about being influenced by um you know pornography um what? sexual misconduct all of that that exists in the christian music world so mm. we need to be discerning we need to try these spirits we need yes. to look when they come and they just because maybe 10 years ago they sang a song that was in line with the spirit and it it worshiped, it ministered to you you have to look at their current look at what they're doing now, look at their lifestyle That's this is primarily because you know I'm in the children's department and at our our fellowship that I want to make sure that whatever I'm presenting to the children is not something that is coming from a place that is tainted mm. because as children even not even just children as people we look up to other people we look up to artists you know even the ones you're saying now dunson you know he's that guy's a worshiper oh yes and i'm sure you've surveyed his life and looked around as much as we can because we are not privy to everything only god is mm. we're not privy to know every single detail of this mm. guy's life but we have to know and i was looking up how is um how could it be that satan Satan, his influence in this music and i found a verse and in in, our listeners can go you can check it out and there's a few of them in the in the bible that talk about his musicality and it would make sense that he's and he's influencing the music industry because it says that he was born and this is in ezekiel 28 So if you look through, look in Ezekiel, look at Ezekiel 28, verse 13, and it talks about how he was basically born to play on the timbrel and the pipes. Mm. And, you know, and you can search some, do some research, search some, some other verses up as I did to find out where, you know, what is his connection to music? Because I've always heard that he was connected to music in heaven and then connected here on earth. So if we know if there's even a thought that we're men we're manufacturing music that is from a satanic background or satanic influence we need to be vigilant we need to we need to pay attention cuz it's not coming out of nowhere somebody didn't just go and cook this up somewhere and then bring it to us yes and say okay and it says that the devil's like he's roaming around the earth like a roaring lion
1: oh lion. it homie may
0: Exactly. So as he's roaming, what is one way that he can roam and successfully enter? Mm. Through music, through our ears. So our ears, our eyes. And then like you said, it becomes a culture depending on what you're listening to. So what kind of culture do you want to reproduce in your life? You know, and just because they have the Christian artist tag does not necessarily mean that they're actually producing music that's glorifying God. And I, I, the question I asked you, I think I'm going to answer it myself. What do I think about artists that collaborate? I told with um, secular Christian artists that collaborate with secular artists. Yeah. I totally agree with you. Either you're going to become like them or they're becoming like you. Mm-hmm. So if your goal, and I think that was one of what one of the artists said was to kind of excuse this, collaboration to expose the world to Christianity let that be a medium and I said no because there's going to be an exchange so whatever you're getting you're also going to be receiving some of that too and you're not going to lose all of your your followers you're not going to lose all of your your fans but the people with discernment you know, are gonna be looking like, okay, this doesn't make sense because that person is going straight way back to making music for shaking your booty. That's what it is. (laughs) I like that.
1: (laughs) They're going back to
0: making booty shaker music. Mm. And they're going back to make exploitation of black female bodies. So what where do you stand on this? You know, your identity in Christ, does that promote what this person is doing? in their brand your brand has to remain sacred we have a brand as believers so yeah, yeah, our brand, I like that. Mm. yes thank you holy spirit Man. our brand as believers has to remain intact so we can go out in the world it says we're in the world but we're not of the world mm. we can go out and our job is to evangelize to spread the gospel number one day one to continuously spread the gospel now, there's going to be people who are non-believers and they're going to be looking to us, but then if our life is aligned to primarily non-believing standards, what does that say about our brand? So is that something somebody's going to want to take? That's just like if a, if a restaurant like McDonald's, if they decide they want to start serving milkshakes made out of beef fat, what does that say about their... Their standards. Mm, or, uh, and they say it's a healthy, right? Because mm. I remember that was one of their their beefs was with um Burger King. Like who's healthier? <laughs> so if you want to make beef fat milkshakes because you have a relationship with the cattle industry <laughs> and you just want the money to keep flowing, or you want to, you know, advance McDonald's into cattle country. Which is essentially what this artist is saying. She's trying to spread the gospel through this artist. No, because everybody's response was, "Oh, she's really cool," you know. But I'm gonna go back to listening to my my booty shaking music. Yeah. And the other ones were like, "Oh, that other one is really cool," but I'm really into my Christian music. But there's a gap in there somewhere where somebody's gonna be led astray.
1: Yeah.
0: So I just don't. I don't I just don't agree. I don't see the sense in it because you're not like-minded. And it's the Bible says not to be unequally yoked with unbelievers.
1: Amen. Amen. So Amen. <laughs> amen to that.
0: Yes. God. And help. it goes on to like, you know, what 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 kind of what kind of relationship can lightness have with dark? Right? Amen. With darkness. So if this person is you clearly know that they're off the path try if your goal is to minister to that artist then minister to them privately don't make it a public showing be an influence to them if they say they like your music and they feel influenced continue to talk to them about god continue to talk about you know living changing your lifestyle and influence them positively but the reality is unfortunately that satanic influence is very well embedded into christian music and we as believers we have to take an inventory of what comes in not even just music wise i know this episode is about music but we're talking about shows especially if you take a take stock of yourself you know you're not that strong you shouldn't be watching shows that will take you back to the old you Amen. like if your thing was romance and love and no 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 or pornography? No, no, no. Just don't. You're not going to be sitting there watching people kissing and then getting heavy and, and heavy petting, because you know that's a slippery slope.
1: Nope. Yep.
0: So that's why you're not going to listen to music. That okay? As soon as the beat drops, the first thing you want to do is drop your body and start booty shaking. <laughs> then. Oh my
1: god! I was I know watching I keep... the show. And the girl is so I mean she's so she She's well read And everything But the The problem with her Is when she hears This trap song She just Goes crazy
0: Oh yeah <laughs> just, I'm oh telling you And I mean I'm not gonna act like All saintly Because I know A lot of them already And the trap beats And you hear the trap beat When you hear the trap beat The only thing That's gonna happen Is that you're not Gonna stop <laughs> Because the song tells you don't stop It says oh, don't stop God. Can you imagine so, what kind of song is that Don't stop It's like you almost get You almost get taken over by that spirit That Can you imagine? lustful That Jezebel spirit That wants you to don't stop Shake it Don't. <laughs> no, That's what it's going to tell you to do what? And you're going to do it because the song is saying don't so, Oh my Jesus <laughs> need, Needless to say I don't listen to trap music. And and even being Caribbean, I know I said before, like, I'm seen as the American one, but that was just because I came here when I was really, really young. <laughs> but even Caribbean music, listening to that Caribbean music, girl, that whine till you, till you die, you can't stop whining until you're dead <laughs> because that's what they tell you to do. <laughs> okay, stop this. <laughs> you got to whine until you die. So... <laughs> You know, I can talk about these things as freely as you talk about, you know, the other stuff. This is free for me, you know. uh, Oh my God. I grew up listening to this TikTok music and this, you know, when you hear it, this violent it's like violence, but it's like, you know, and girl, anyway, let me just tell you, Caribbean (laughs) reggae, party music, soca music is nothing about, is nothing than just... There's nothing that glorifies God. That so on call. that note, <laughs> yes, on that note, we just have to remember, you know, as believers in closing, that no matter what we listen to, we have to hold it up to a meter. Music, yes. everything, all encompassing. Hold it up. Is this the image you want to portray? Um. And does this image, does this brand that you're creating glorify God? Yes. You know? So, am I gonna go out and, you know, do anything that's gonna compromise that? Mm. My answer is no. What is your answer? And for you, our listeners, I'm sorry, you gonna say something, sis?
1: Go ahead, go ahead. I just wanted to
0: uh, uh,
1: bring it to uh, just a roundup. But go ahead.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. I was just gonna say, you know, that um, that our listeners, that it's very important that god that we pray we pray even for ourselves that god will give us um seeing eyes Mm. that's the important hearing ears Mm. and understanding hearts because we need to be able to work through what is being given to us so we just we're just not subject to anything that passes by amen we're not just receiving it involuntarily and especially those Hearing ears and those seeing eyes in the name of
1: Jesus. Amen. So, um, in conclusion, good job, sis. In conclusion, um, Acts chapter 17, verse 10, it says, As soon as it was night, the believers sent Paul and Silas away to Berea. On arriving there, they went to Jewish synagogue. 11. Now the Berean Jews were of more noble character than those in Thessalonica. For they received the message with great eagerness and examined the scriptures every day to see if what Paul said was true. Mm, Amen. So as much as this is applicable to the word of God, this is also applicable to everything that we allow into our minds, into our spirits. So just I mean, my, my sister, she knocked the right off the park, but I just wanted to remind us through the word of God, that we are not subject to listening to everything that comes our way. We need to, we need to, some type of, um, if I can use that severing or filtering, filtering, yes, um, filtering, yes. filtering tool in our, in our spirits that you you don't just receive into your mind everything that you hear mm-hmm. and you know like the bible says mm-hmm. that you should guard your heart guard your heart for out of it, it flows, flows out the issue so issues of life mm-hmm. so we need to guard our hearts because when you allow that song when you are even even the so-called gospel songs we need to check what does this lyric mean Mm. What what is it exactly saying? There are some lyrics, I believe even well-meaning artists, when they write their songs, there are some that are off. Not biblical. Some of the lyrics,
0: not biblical. yes,
1: not biblical or not even, or it's not like, it's almost limiting, if I could say. There are some songs that, we need to begin to check the songs that we sing. There, Some of them are even limiting to our destinies. Some songs, you need to, you, I, I don't even want to stop pointed out a few right now but let's just pay attention to, to what we listen to yeah let's pay at, um, I'm coming says, let's pay attention to what we listen to and check back like the Berians did we need to be the barians of today who check back okay this song i kind of like it but let me, let me let me let me let me let me check it out let me see what what, what it really means especially if it's some type of so maybe sound so deep to you Break it down and let it make sense to you. Cause at the end of the day, this is your heart we're talking about. And we don't want anything, anything that is not godly to find its way into our hearts. Because it will just mess what we're trying to build up. And we don't want to allow that. So that's my
0: Amen. I'll go ahead with your example soon so I can round. Up. Well, I'll just keep it very, very, very brief by saying: God is not reckless. Mm. okay he's overwhelming and you may know the song just by what i'm saying he's overwhelming to some based on your relationship with him but he's not reckless our god is an intentional god and everything he's done mm. since creation since the fall of man has been intentional so when he made all of us he said everything every if he made us and he made the earth he said it was all good So a God that can do that, look back and serve everything, how can he be reckless? So when we're singing and we're belting out, Oh, the overwhelming, never ending, reckless love of God. It sounds romantic, but let's think about it. That's all I'm going to say, sis.
1: Mm, exactly. So so many songs like that, we love them, but we really need to think, break it down, let it make sense to you and check with the Spirit of God in you. It's very important. And I just pray, like my sister prayed, that God would give us our understanding hearts, a listening ear, a listening ear, and seeing eyes that we will see clearly, we will be able to tell the difference. Because one of the wisdom for today, especially in times like this. We need we can't just take anything. You can't just take anything in. You can't be that dumping place where people just dump their ideas. You need to have your own brand, like she said. Have your own brand. So when you're checking, does this fit into my brand? If it doesn't fit, you dump it. You can't just let everybody dump their ideas on you. You need to have your own standard. So if it's not fitting in, you garbage it. So God help us. Be blessed, remain blessed, and let's remain in God and be victorious because that's the believer's response. Have a blessed one. Hope you enjoyed our podcast for today. Please don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. Thank you very much.
0: We love you guys. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.